Welcome to the Improperly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick. And I'm Nicole Gonzalez. We live in a world where our lives are on display all of the time. There's a lot of pressure to keep up appearances and sugarcoat the crap. We're putting our foot down and saying we don't have to do that anymore. Everything is not fine, and that's absolutely okay. Hey guys, it's Kel. Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. So um, today's episode is just a fun little catch up with Nicole and I. We both had big weeks. Um, Mine was a big week because I was really working on getting my mental health issues on the road to being resolved. as last week's episode started. And so um, I spent most of the week just um, doing some Instagram lives and talking about that process. So if you haven't seen those and are interested, then those are definitely available on Instagram and then, or not Instagram live, but um, IGTV, but those are saved on the improperly forward my Instagram page. So feel free to check those out. And then at the end of the episode today, I just give a last little update on how things are going. Um, And then we talked about just other things that are going on. Nicole's daughter, Olivia, had her um, quinceanera party for her 15th birthday. And she talked about how special that was. And then um, we were just talking about birthday traditions and um, vacation traditions and things like that. Just kind of things that are coming up in our summer schedules. So that leads me to, um, we are going to take a couple of weeks off. So I have a vacation coming, a little family trip that we always take. And then Nicole has a lot of baseball traveling and we're just going to get our kids settled into summer and take a little bit of time to really focus on ourselves and our families And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So, but before we kind of check out for a couple of weeks, we just wanted to leave you with a fun episode and not on a downer after, (laughs) after the depression episode. So that's where we're at today. And I hope that you are all having, um, as school is wrapping up, hopefully for your kids or whatever you're up to, if your own school is wrapping up, whatever you're doing, I hope you are off to a relaxing start of your summer and um, we look forward to checking back in in a few weeks. Yeah, so I get in the car to instructions. Yes, why from my I... son. <laughs> I was wondering my... if it was Quaid or Larry. Oh, no, that was Quaid. My poor children and their lack of Wi-Fi at home. Yeah. He he had his, he, he knew this is, this is my son. He knew I was recording. So he got in the car and set up his Xbox connected to my car so that while I'm here in town, hooked up to the library Wi-Fi, I can download a game for him. Oh my God. <laughs> and he, so he left me the little note, the little note on the steering wheel with his Xbox yeah. controller. FaceTime me when you get there. So I'll tell you what to do. He lit- I had no clue. So he literally led me through step by step how to hook it up to the Wi-Fi, how, what to do. Oh, my god! Everything. And he's like, Mom, please just let it download while you're there. <laughs> That's so smart. I know. He's too smart. He's too smart for his own good. Yeah. I said, well, Quaid, I'm not going to stay there until it's done. It's okay. It just needs at least 50%. And then we can start playing while it's I'm like, because it probably would have taken weeks at our house yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i set it up it's downloading call of duty guys <laughs> oh my lord jordan has been on a call of duty kick too he is i think oh i know why some new is this a new stuff. one it must it, be new. well it's the same game but they did like a new update or something and it was delayed by like a week during they when all of the um, the major riots and, you know, protests Uh were going, they delayed it. So Jordan was like, it's for a good purpose. It's for a good purpose. It's for a good purpose. (laughs) He's telling himself. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. 
anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's not Fortnite anymore. Oh my god, right? I was so, I'm so over Fortnite. Yes. Oh, Although, yeah. okay, so I don't know about you, but when my boys played Fortnite and you can hook you can get on and and play with your friends. Yeah. It was like their friend time. Like they oh, didn't yeah. even ask. They didn't even ask to get together with their friends because Yeah. Well, cuz then they would them. Yeah, they want to play together and if they're together then they can't play together because right. they need more than one. Jordan's buddies when they come over um bring their Xboxes and yeah. their and their own TVs. Monitors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Set them up. Uh kids it's so, and one of his friends just has a monitor that he keeps at my house because oh my gosh he has You're more than one mom. yeah well one one month we have like our wi-fi we can get a terabyte i think is what it's called of of like wi-fi whatever a, a month that's what's mm-hmm. included in our package, which is like an insane amount. We we only usually get like only use fifty percent of that. Well, one is it like a data last... plan? Yeah, I guess so. Is that but... what that is? Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't. It's weird because it's Wi-Fi. So anyway, I don't know, but that's just how Comcast works or whatever. So we only ever use like maybe fifty percent of it. But one month last summer his friends were over so much and they had their like three or four Xboxes at a time at Mm. my house. So like, we're like three weeks into the month and I get this um, notice that we'd gone over our terabyte and Mm. (laughs) we were going to have to pay extra. And I was like, no more. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought you were going to say they were going to have, you weren't going to be able to use your Wi-Fi. I'm like, Ellie's going to kill him. Oh God, I would have killed him. Everybody would have. Yeah. So anyway, it is. And he, even now, like he has, I'm kind of selective about, I mean, obviously I'm very careful and selective about who he gets on with, you know, usually he needs to know them, but like sometimes they get in these groups and they're playing, you know, against one another. And there's people that he's like, oh, I really like playing against or, you know, with them on a team or whatever. So then they make friends. And I always like, I'm weirdly. For a while I was really lax. And then I realized like, oh, I cannot be lax. And so I've like always checked people out and go through his Mm -hmm. messages and, Mm -hmm. you know. You have to. Yes. So, but he has like these two guys, one lives in Texas and one live and they're cousins. They're his age. They're cousins. Mm-hmm. One lives in Texas and one lives, I don't know, like Arizona or something. And they're Hispanic. And so they're teaching, <laughs> I just found out they're teaching him bad words in Spanish. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so yes. it's really funny. But anyway, he, they're like his buddies and they have certain times that they like plan. Okay. But are they at the same time? Are they teaching him or are they just saying them and he's picking it up? Oh no, they're teaching him. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Jordan, you need to say this, this, that's what this means. Cause my kids, they, they learn the words obviously from school and they're, but they don't know what the words mean. Oh, so like they'll say it. And Larry's like, do you have any idea what you just said? Well, I mean, cause they hear it, but they don't know. Like, and so Larry's oh like, gosh. no, you can't just say that just because you hear kids say it at school. You don't know what that means. But actually, Spanish has some really funny, um, like, translations. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, like, sometimes they'll say, like, a la ma. Well, really, that means, like, to the mom. Uh-huh. So, like. You know, my kids will be saying something and that kind of, they, you say that when like, it's kind of like saying like, oh my gosh, or, you know, oh my like, holy gosh, cow, but they'll say like, a la ma. And I'm like, Eddie, do you realize you're saying to the mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Eddie, think about it. Think about the translation. <laughs> you can't just say things you hear other kids say unless you know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I know. Yeah, I'm very grateful for the um, the social connection of 
Xbox for Jordan, especially. Like, it's made quarantine so much easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's positives and negatives. <laughs> oh, sometimes, Lord, yes. Sometimes I'm like, turn the damn thing off. Yeah. Does Jim play? He doesn't play Xbox. He, I mean, every once in a while he'll play with Jordan, but they don't. They butt heads when they play. Larry does it. I think it would be really hard if my husband was a gamer. Yeah. Jim has some game that he plays on his phone, but for a while it got really bad. And I was like, especially during quarantine, I was like, um, I'm going to need you to stop playing that game now. It (laughs) like, I haven't seen you in days. (laughs) But for the most part, he's good. Like when I go to bed, he'll play or, you know, because he is much more of a night owl than I am, which is weird because I used to be the night owl. But anyway. Yeah, but that's one of the only ways he can shut his brain off from work or, you know, whatever. So I, I had to like make peace with that a long time ago. Yeah. Because when we were first married, he totally played Xbox. and Yeah, I thought I remembered that. Well, and it's it was hard because, like, couldn't go golfing. Couldn't go right. any. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't even go out to eat. Like, some guys need something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> They'll drive us cuckoo. <laughs> um, okay, I want to hear about Olivia's birthday party she had her big quinceanera yesterday it was fun it was so fun it was just so um it was so her yeah it just everything from even from from start to finish everybody kept on saying this is just so olivia i'm like i know this was yeah it it was it was a lot of work um but it was so her and just this, just the look on her face through the whole thing was just, I think it was, it was her, I think it was relief that like it was all coming together. Like she had pictured it. Yeah. Cause um, she did the planning, right? Like really, like her and I stuff. really sat down and she told me exactly what she wanted. Yeah. And, um, you know, for, at first it was really funny because a quinceanera is usually a big huge ceremony it's it's really the hispanic culture's way of presenting your daughter Mm -hmm. you know good saying goodbye to the child your childhood and you know stepping into being a woman and and that new you know stage in life and but it's usually a really big ceremony and you wear the you wear the most biggest beautifulest dress you could ever find. And there's a lot of um, traditions and gifts that different people give you. And it's, it's a ceremony, but she didn't want that. And so Mm -hmm. she's, you know, live is a very simple, um, just laid back, low key girl. So she really, what, what she envisioned in her mind, we, we wanted to give to her and, and then, so then COVID happens. So, um, it was kind of like, well, I don't know, Liv, if I don't even know if we can do a party. And she, I, every time I would say that it was like, she would get tears in her eyes and yeah. And so it was like, okay, we got to make this happen. Like I could just tell it was something that was really important to her. And yeah, so it was, you know, it, I mean, it was a big party, obviously like 80 people, but it was a small quinceanera and yeah just, you know, it was all sunflowers and, um, out in our front yard and it just, you know, she made the playlist. She made, she told me exactly what decorations she wanted. She told me we had a taco truck come. She, we had, she want, she knew what kind of cake she wanted and the desserts and the, I, I, dec- I mean, everything, everything was just her and who was there and who spoke. And it was great. It was really That's fun. So awesome. I'm, I literally was like, fell into bed exhausted. <laughs> and even this morning when we got up, we all, even her, she was like, mom, why does my whole body hurt and my feet just ache? I'm like, that, 
that's party girl. That is post party. (laughs) Yeah. But it was good. It was really, really fun. Everything just happened perfectly. And it was crummy weather right up until it started. And then it was like the sunshine came out. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah. We missed you though. I know, I know. We were sad not to come. There's so many things going on right now. and I know. Um, well, yeah, we had family stuff, commitments that we already had, but then we leave to come over to that side of the mountains tomorrow, Wednesday. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, if we can work this out, then I, we drive over on Sunday, then I come home, then we drive over on Wednesday. I'm like, okay. No, that's just crazy. I, oh. But the, which we totally would have done, but we had other family commitments already, but, um, do you feel like now that things are starting to open, everyone's like, can we get together? Can we get together? Can we do this? Can we do that? <laughs> like making yes. up for last time? I know. And then I, I kind of feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I do. Like I'm a little bit like, no, no, no. I can't do something every day. That's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not used to it. Yes. <laughs> I saw this really funny video. Um, oh, I think their name is Hartness or something like that. They're they're like YouTube superstars, and they always do like these spoof videos of songs and stuff. Um, yeah. And they they did one where it was like, okay, quarantine's over or whatever. Like, let's go for a drive. Let's go, blah blah blah. And they get in the car and like they both start. Like, what if we have to stop to pee? What are we going to eat? What are we going to do? You know, like all this stuff. And yeah. they like just drive around their block and go back home. And um, <laughs> it was, I was like, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I know. Like, well, and it's so funny because my brother Ray, because they're moving to Post <gasps> Falls in July. <You're> kidding. <gasps> no. So I don't even know if I was supposed awesome. to tell the whole world, but yeah, they are. So anyways, I tell, we tell him, we're like, and aren't you excited? You're going to be able to come to all of our parties now. And he's like, wait, he goes, wait, oh, wait. you don't have to invite us to everything. Like, let's just ease <laughs> us into it. Okay. <laughs> no, you're coming to all of them. Oh. Make up, make up for lost time. That's so exciting for them. I know. I know. How fun. Oh, yeah. Well, you are, we are the same in that when we do a party, we do a party. Like, I don't. We don't half-ass our parties. No, 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 no. If you aren't falling into bed with sore feet, it wasn't a party. No. And, like, it needs to take days of prep work. Oh, yeah like weeks of planning and just ridiculous, ridiculous amounts of it. Like, so here's how parties have worked for my kids in the past. We, up until I think 10 was when I stopped doing like huge birthday parties every, well, I I gave them an option. Like you can either have a big party or a small little party or a little family party, or, you know, you can choose something small and then get another big gift or yes. another couple of big gifts because yeah, that's what I would we do spend too. so much money on the parties and I'd be like, I yeah. mean, they would still get their gifts and everything, but I'm like, if you want to start having these big gifts, then you got to trade on the party because I don't know how to do a small party. No. <laughs> so my kids, my kids, yeah, they both, um, I think by 10, they both had stopped doing like really huge parties and then would get, a, you know, bigger gifts, except for like the milestones. So like 13, we did a huge thing or, you know, mm-hmm. we, but even for Ellie's 16th birthday, she, we didn't. And I, I'm so sad. Like I told her, I, I was like, we will do the biggest, most amazing, no matter what's going on in the world, 18th birthday and graduation party, because you have gotten the yeah. shaft on birthday, like her poor 16th birthday. She just wasn't really in a place to, you know, yeah. really want to. So then we were going to do it for 17 just because, and then, um, COVID happened, so so I promised for 18. We yeah. will just go nuts. So, Well, yeah, but you did a lot for her for this year. 
Yes, I did. I mean, and she said even she's she was like, this is probably my best birthday that I can remember. Yeah, because we I mean, of course, we wanted to try to make it special. And it was the plan to do a makeup of our sweet 16. So we had to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was not. I mean, it was still like decorations from the Walmart party. She wanted <laughs> she wanted it to be like from when she was she's like just pretend like you're decorating for my third birthday so it was like you unicorns yeah. and yeah <laughs> all kinds of and glitter and yes. yes streamers and balloons well and... okay so how does jim feel about all of that oh he thinks i'm crazy he oh, thinks yeah. i'm nuts like her first birthday party was just like out of this world he like to this day he's like oh my god i just <laughs> But it's for me more than, especially when they were babies. Like, I'm like, it's celebrating that I've survived another year. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because my thought is, is exactly that too. It is a celebration for me as well. Like that was a big day in my life. And yes, but like Larry, so Larry growing up really didn't have, they don't really celebrate like big birthdays, like every year, every year is not a big celebration. There were like obviously like milestone birthdays, but like yes. normally it was like, oh, let's just go out to dinner with the family kind of thing. Yeah. But when we grew up growing up, it was like you, the day is yours. Yes. Like maybe you don't always get like the biggest party or the biggest gift, but yeah, my parents made that day so special for you. Yes. And all of the siblings had to be home for birthday dinner, no matter what. Yeah. And then you got to pick the dinner exactly what you wanted and mom would make it. And yeah. I mean, it just, it was all about you that day. And with a big yeah. family, like that's so special to have one day all about just you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so that's kind of how I feel too. Like, even though you know, we can still, we can do the big parties and stuff for my kids, but I'm like, I just, this is one day out of this year that we get to celebrate that this child, like their life, like that's a big deal. And yeah, I want them to look back. Like my kids can totally look back and remember every single birthday. Oh, that's the, that's the party that we did that we did this theme. And that's the party that you did this. And this is the year that you'd like, they remember it. And it's like every, I feel like every year with your children should be a celebration. Yes. I agree. I agree. I think that it is is a celebration every year. Yeah. Well, and there's, I always try to like have some kind of a conversation of, you know, look at how you've grown this year, you know, of, and I'm not, I don't, I can't say that I've done that every single year or even that it's like a big conversation, but like, gosh, look at, um, you know, look at what you we've, you've done this year or how you've grown or what Mm -hmm. you've learned or, you know, whatever. And that's something that I'm definitely, as they're getting older, wanting to draw attention to them of like, it's growing up, one of the things that my kids are like, now they're like, oh, especially Jordan, because he's in those in-between years. He's like, birthdays kind of suck now. Remember when you, <laughs> remember yeah. the first year where like it was a little less special, you, you know, like yeah. it was like, uh, and so that was Jordan last year. He's like, um, this is kind of lame. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't want my kids to feel that no matter how hard, no matter how old they get. I don't ever want them to feel like their day is less special. It might be less gifts or it might be less, you know, like when they're little, you know, all of the family calls or, you know, sends gifts or, you know, you have big family party or whatever. And now that it's, you know, it kind of trails off as they get older. So I'm trying to find ways to make it still be special. And I think one of those for me is like acknowledging their accomplishments that year or their successes or things that they've grown into mm-hmm. because it's less material or it's less, you know, but it's yeah. like the important stuff. So I don't know. That's- and I always think it's so hard when you're not home for their yes. birthday. Like if something happens and you're just, you're at, you know, 
Like last year, Olivia had to be, she was at basketball camp on her birthday and it was so like i was like i just you know yes we celebrated before she left and i you know but it was like i just hoped i was like oh i just hope everyone's making her day special you know like yeah it's funny how we work so hard as moms to like make those special traditions and those special memories and now like as they're getting older the idea of it not carrying on like I will probably always do Easter baskets for my kids or you know I think we talked about that before like there if I try to bag out and not do like the usual stuff they're like whoa wait a minute because I am such a tradition driven person like I've wanted to create all of these special things for them and so now that they're getting older sometimes i'm like i'm tired of doing this but they don't want or you don't it. think it's special to them yeah yeah and then all of a sudden they're like wait it is and you're like well you yes. should have said something right i've definitely How about all the it. thank yous that you didn't say right <laughs> if you want me to continue maybe work on your thank yous yeah show mm. some gratefulness you little yeah but like so we have this um this week we every year we go on this little trip with Jim's family so it's all of his it's his mom and dad and all of his siblings um and then their spouses and all our kids the ones that have kids so um I god we've been doing this since for a really long time when we didn't always like we would sometimes we would just go for the day like we couldn't always go the whole time but it's been years that we've all gone and done this um so in the beginning like it's to this little it's on a lake and it's cabin like we stay in cabins which are like single wide trailers they're not yeah like <laughs> and it's not like high life resort living but um it's like and then they go fishing and yeah you know it's just it's so it's fun but it's it's just low-key camping like yes and it's super relaxing and there's no like access to our phones really you know it's it's in the woods so um and I now I love it but in the beginning especially when the kids were littler it was work and yeah you know the 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 adults the dads were all going off fishing for the whole day and I'm back entertaining kids and cleaning and making lunch and you know so it wasn't great like it was not my favorite plus it's like okay our week a week of our vacation or you know four or five days of our vacation time and it just wasn't my ideal vacation So Mm -hmm. I was a little bit meh about it. Well, a few years ago, we were talking like to the kids, do you want to do the usual Blue Lake vacation or do you want to, you know, save the time and the money for the summer and go to, you know, do something else, do something more like vacation-y, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're like, and we would have to skip Blue Lake. No, we're not skipping Blue Lake. Like it had become their favorite thing and like the memories of being like six-year-old kids on the lake they go back and they do the same things that they did when they were six you know or they yeah it's their fate like if we even consider not doing this my kids are just like absolutely not we will do we will give up anything to make sure this trip happens so anyway I just we were just talking about you know asking them what do you want to bring? What do you want to make sure we don't forget? Whatever. They want everything the exact same way it was when they were seven years old. The same foods, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. so, like, it's just so cool to to be building that kind of tradition and how important it is to my kids. And, like, these rites of passage, like, this year is Jordan's first year that he's old enough and mature enough to take one of the little fishing boats out and be the captain of the fishing yeah. boat, you know, like, Aww. and so it's just so cool how 
they look for they go cliff jumping every year they go to this place every year the gym yeah. has since they were little on the last day when everybody's packing up Jim takes when they were little Jim would take all the little kids on the fishing boat take them over to do a little hike on the little island or whatever and even as like these giant 16 17 year old kids they still love doing you know all of those same traditions it's just so yeah. cool so I love that and then yeah. you hope you know that your kids do it with their kids like yeah just carry on the traditions yeah 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 yeah, I don't think we realize even when we're doing it. I mean, it's the hope that we're building things that are part of, it's like it's part of their identity, you know, it's part of their, yeah. and I think, I don't well, know, have, at I mean, the time. I have, memories. I have memories like that growing up, and it's like, I just, I hope someday that my kids will be adults and look back and have just the most amazing and fond memories like I do. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like I, we like, have, oh, we always have the 4th of July here in Othello. We do mm -hmm. a little thing at the park. Everybody brings you pack up your entire kitchen and your barbecue and tents and everything. And you, everyone just, we, the park is packed of people and families and you just stay at the park all day and they have little like, food vendors set up and then you all, well, that's not going to happen this year. Yeah. And it's not even like, it's not even the coolest thing there. There's nothing there yeah. besides people yeah. <laughs> and barbecues and you walk around and buy cheap toys that are going to break by the end of the day and you <laughs> yes. eat junk food. And, but it's like just the tradition of going. Yeah. Like my kids are so sad. Like, yeah. Well, I know it is what it is like, and then you feel the, you feel the weight of being like, okay, how can I make this up for them? Like, what can I do to yeah. make this? Yeah. Still make it special. Yeah. We're going to be in Boise this year. Oh, I know. Quaid's cool. in a baseball tournament. All of our oh. tournaments, we have four tournaments in Idaho in the next yeah. six weeks. Wow. Oh, you're going to know because it's the only place that's open. Yeah. But that's good that, that, I mean, they were looking forward to it and hoping yeah. that it would work out. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. I'm ready to watch my boys play ball. Yeah. Yeah, just some of those normalcies. Just the things that are, like, <laughs> normal ways of life that kind of help you remember that it's okay. Things are still okay. <laughs> we're still alive. Yeah. We're still here. <laughs> Even Olivia said, um... Is it is it weird that I'm kind of looking forward to going to a baseball game? <laughs> like, yeah, you see, you do like it. <laughs> She's like, well, no, I don't really like it. I just, you know, I just want to get so out long. of the house. Just admit it. Just admit it. You like to watch your brothers play, play baseball. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. How are you feeling, Kel? Oh, I'm so much better. I'm so much better. I, um, so I, it's been almost a week. Yeah. This is like my fifth or sixth day of being on meds, which is, um, so yeah, this is my sixth day. So like I did some, I won't go back through all of it because I did some Instagram lives. So if anybody's interested in knowing how the process has gone. Um, and you need, I mean, if you, if you heard our last episode. Yes. About, about just Kelly's just brutal honesty about what she discovered, go back and watch her Instagram. They're just little, they're just little um, stories about, um, what, you know, every, every day, how you feel, Kelly, they're so good. They oh, are so thanks. good. Just to, Thank I mean, you. just to really shed a, a real light yeah. on, on the journey of it and the, you know, the steps of what you go through and yeah. Yeah. It's so been, good. it's been really, um, I, one thing that I'm just really happy that I, 
have, for whatever reason, I think part of it was just knowing that we talked about it on the podcast and that I wanted to be aware of how I felt through all of this, you know, like for myself, but also for other people. Um, so it made me be more um, thoughtful about how I was feeling, what I was experiencing, just kind of what the process was, but then also um, just allow myself to feel whatever I was feeling, you know? And I think one of the main reasons that I got so depressed and was struggling so much is that I wasn't really allowing myself to, I mean, aside from just the chemical part of it or this, the stress and strain of life, like Mm -hmm. I just wasn't allowing myself to process feelings. I was just trying to get through feelings. And so, um, or be strong or whatever. And so when I decided to, like I'm going to make a conscious effort to give myself time and space and take care of myself and really be aware of what I'm thinking and feeling like the biggest thing that I could have possibly done, I think to help get through this time. And it's like, I've had days, the first day that my meds really kicked in, like was just glorious, wonderful. (laughs) And I took a video that day of like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And, um, it felt so good. And I, I still feel that same, um, just relief, like the relief of not being so bogged down by anxiety and depression, but you know, it's leveling out to where, I mean, real life is real life, you know, but, um, I am, just not so overwhelmed by every little thing, which is just so nice. I am noticing like, I I do still have that really detached feeling of, which the it's, I think it's common with the medication of like kind of being all there, but not a hundred percent all there. So for me, because I'm such a control freak, that's really annoying, but Um, everything else is just so, so much better. So do they say that that will eventually taper off? Yes. So they said, yeah, they said to expect And Ellie. I was asking Ellie, like, do you remember feeling this way? Um, like a couple of weeks should be the most. And then Mm -hmm. if it's still like that, you know, maybe I have to decrease my dose a little bit or something, but, um, I mean, I have read that some people who are on antidepressants do have a hard time, like really connecting with people around them or whatever. I don't see that being, I mean, I don't even feel that way now. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, when you've like had to take cold medicine or something and you feel just a little like medicine head kind of, yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I mean, that's how I feel, but I definitely think that, um, even if it doesn't 100% go away, it's something that I can learn to, you know, deal with, but uh-huh. they say that a couple of weeks max is usually about what that takes. So everything else is so much better. It's something that I would definitely learn how to <laughs> like yeah. work around we're not or now. something. No, for the most part, no, I definitely don't have much of an appetite, but I'm not complaining about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing weight every day. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm making not. sure that I make myself eat because I want to, you know, I want to be healthy. And so yeah. um, I, I do like make myself eat a lot of protein. But other than that, I really like could care less about food or and it's just that like eating your feelings type. Yeah, I don't have any yeah. desire for that. So I will take it for as long as yeah. it lasts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Mm, I'm so I'm glad. Definitely, yeah. I'm definitely glad. It seems like. It's so weird just listening back to or watching the the video that I first did on 
the Instagram or listening back to last week's podcast, I was just like, oh my gosh, it's only been a week, but I just feel so much better. And I'm, I'm so sad just listening to that. Like, oh, I was just so hurting. So you were, and it, do you kind of feel like, like you wish you would have figured it out and done it sooner? (laughs) Um, Yes. I mean, of course, you know, but at the same time, like, I, maybe it just had to happen how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't even know what could have gotten me to, you know, I, I just don't even know how I could have done things differently, you know, or could have been more aware. It's just, um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking back, I'm like, God, I could have done this years ago. Honestly, I feel like I, and, and that was one of the things I was like, I can't do this anymore is because I felt like I was missing out on my life, you know, and I don't have much longer left with my kids being at home or especially with Ellie. And I was like, I'm not going to miss these opportunities to create a beautiful life with my kids because I'm like not able to function. So, yeah. Yeah. Just like even the things we were talking about, making memories and, you know, yeah. having the traditions that we do. I I don't want to miss out on all that stuff. So, yeah. Your kids feel the difference? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, I was humming the other day and Jim and the kids were like, oh, you're humming? Oh, my gosh. And I was like. Well, yeah, I'm humming. Who cares? But Jim was like, no, babe, like, <laughs> this is different. You are different. I have missed my wife. And Aww. so, yeah, which is sad. I, to, I don't think I realized, like, how much what I was feeling internally really was coming out externally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like Jim was for even this trip that we're getting ready for. He was like, I was just prepared that I, you know, like, what do I need to do to get packed up? And, you know, what am I, because I just wasn't functioning at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so, which is crazy to me, like to think about him, I'm, I'm always the like handle everything person. And so for him to feel that he was going to have to do that, I'm like, wow. I really was bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is so, um, when you think about it, like you were so smack dab right in the middle of it that you just couldn't, it was almost like you just couldn't see it. Right. Yeah. 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 And you didn't, so. you don't, didn't realize it until now when you feel so much better. You're like, oh my right. gosh. Yeah. yeah. Which well, makes me, it, well, on. it makes me think that like how many other people don't realize how, how really just horrible they feel because they're right in the middle of it until, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's a gradual, yeah. It's, I feel like for me, it was such a gradual change of like, well, I'm just, and for sure being in quarantine, definitely, you know, I think you asked last, last week, like has quarantine made it worse or whatever. It mm-hmm. definitely, I don't know that it made my feelings worse, but just not realizing, you know, not being able to go anywhere or do things, you know, well, it was such a gradual external thing that I didn't realize, oh, I feel this, like I'm just shut down because of this. I don't, it's hard to put into words, but like, since we weren't going anywhere, since we weren't really doing all that much, it just, um, it wasn't as obvious to me how much I was struggling, I guess, until I couldn't even do things in my own home without being overwhelmed. Like Jim yeah. was like, the things that were stressing you out, I was like, why is she so stressed out about this? Why is she freaking out? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but I've gotten so, so many messages and people um, just saying how much they relate or, you know, or going through the same things or um, just, 
it's definitely something that I don't think we realize as women how prevalent it is and how much we silently, unknowingly struggle until we get to our breaking point. Yeah. And um, I wish that I would have been more aware, you know, Mm -hmm. that it was going on to the extent that it was. And I don't, I mean, I don't even know how, (laughs) how I could have been, but I, I, for other people, I think, you know, how can we be more in tune with how we're feeling and not let ourselves get to that place? Because I know I'm not the only one who really has felt that point of desperation and some, you know, keep going and, and get through it for the time being, but continue to dig that hole. So it's definitely something I think we need to be more aware of as women to, to give more weight to those times and really pay attention to them so that we can try to be healthier for ourselves and for our families. Yeah. And not overlook how we're feeling. Yeah. Sometimes we just overlook it and we push it aside because so many more, so many other people need us. Yeah. You know, we're so worried about our kids and their feelings and their emotions and their, you know, educations and their behavior and our husbands and everyone needs us and every, and it's like, we forget, like, hold up. Right. Like I got, I got to hold up a mirror and I got to look at myself and I got to realize like how I'm feeling right now is important too. Yeah. Yeah. And my unhappiness is just as important. And yes, my feeling of being overwhelmed and my feeling of sadness and my feeling of disappointment, that is all yeah. just as important as our children yeah, and our husband's feelings. Yeah. We don't always have to put ourselves second fiddle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, you know, the quote or the idea of we can't really effectively take care of our kids and take care of our families if we're not healthy ourselves um, yeah. is so true. You know, we can't take care of people if we're empty, but at the same time, um, we can't take care of ourselves if we're empty, you know? And so there's, yeah. if, if we get to that point where we're so empty that we can't even take care of ourselves, that's when we have to be there for one another and help each other find the help that we need, whatever that looks like, not necessarily medication, but just when, when we see our friends in that place and it's not, yes, I want to be healthy because I want to be a better mom and take care of my kids and take care of my husband and my family. But more than that, I want to be healthy so I can live my freaking life. And (laughs) like, yes, it's for my family, but yeah, I have to love love myself. Yes. I want to, I want to be healthy so that I can, I want to love myself enough to want to be healthy, but I also want to be healthy enough to love myself. You know, there it's, 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 it's kind of a, you know, two sides to the same coin, I guess, but they're both equally important. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's a, it's a hard balance. Yeah. It is a hard, and I think another thing too, as women is to have the bravery and the courage to even step in and help a friend Yeah, that, that, you know, needs, that needs it. Mm-hmm. You can see that they're, you know, remind your friends to take care of themselves yeah. Remind your, remind your sisters, your neighbors, your friends, your, you know, remind yeah. them like, yeah, I think one thing as women that at least that I'm seeing is sometimes when we start to shut down, um, it feels like to our friends that we're pushing them away. And as women, we are sensitive to that and feel like, oh, she's just upset with me or what did I do or, 
-hmm. you know, we take it personally rather than having the thought of, is she okay? Like, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so, I mean, it's not to say that there aren't times, you know, friendships have their ups and downs and, you know, it's not every time a person, you know, you drift apart from a friend, is it because they're struggling or you're struggling? But, um, I think, I think we assume that when we're drifting apart, it's because of, you know, some petty thing or she's mad at me or whatever. And I think we would be better friends if we at least reached out and, and determined, are you, Mm -hmm. have I done something or are you, you know, are you struggling? Am I struggling? (laughs) Yeah. And rather than just getting butthurt and, (laughs) you know, assuming, I think we assume too. Yeah. Like so quickly we assume that like, oh, they're not calling me. I haven't talked to them in two weeks. Like, oh, you kind of like write them off. Yeah. But yeah. I, that that has happened to me multiple times where yeah. I, I assumed, I assumed that my friend was too busy for me or moved on or didn't want to be, spend time with me or check in with me mm-hmm. and lo and behold, I find out they were, they were seriously struggling with something. Yeah. Yeah. And I made it all about me. And how sad yeah. is that, that I didn't, I mean, I eventually found out, you know, but it was like, wow, like that's like, you were struggling and I, I wasn't yeah. there because I was thinking about, oh, it's how it's affecting me. Right. But I exactly. kind of do the same thing. Like my mom will know when I haven't talked to her in a couple days or a, at least a week, like she'll know right away something's up. Yeah. Because I, I pull away from people when I'm mm-hmm. strong, when I'm having a hard time with something, whether it's issues with my health issues with marriage issues with parenting. Like when I'm having a hard time, I pull away from people because I, it's almost like I hunker down and just try to be strong and get through it. Yeah, exactly. And God bless my mother because she knows like she literally will text me and she'll be like, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she knows. (laughs) It's so good. But we need to be those friends. Like we really need to be the one to say, are you okay? Like not make it about us, but just say thinking about you. Yeah. So I've been trying to do that a lot more lately. Yeah. I think that's one thing, a part of, you know, COVID and all of that is that we did become, I think, more aware of checking in on people or, you know, slowed down enough to check Mm -hmm. in on people a little bit more. I think I at least can tell like how much I'm reaching out to other people, but also how much I feel like people are reaching out to me. Like it's definitely life's getting a little busy again. And I definitely feel like that's changing again, you know, to where I'm not reaching out as much or, I, you know, people that normally were aren't really as much, but we do have to be aware and not, not everyone has a mom like yours that reaches, you know, that can tell and, Mm -hmm. you know, reaches out. And I can say like, I have good friends and I have, you know, people who I enjoy their company or, you know, but I don't have many people in my life that are like the, and, and because it's because I'm such a strong, I give off my strong vibe of everything's okay. And I do shut people out. And so I don't have people who are like, Hey, are you okay? I haven't heard from you or, you know, because Mm -hmm. I don't seem approachable in that way. I think at least that's what I think is, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm probably we're we're the people that need it most because we're not going to reach out and say I'm not doing okay you know and yeah. so um it's probably why we struggle the longest or you know dive the deepest is because we don't have those those check-ins as much or we don't even if someone does check in we're like oh I'm good I'm fine you know whatever mm-hmm. and so it's we have to we have to be willing to dig deep in people and then 
as those type of people, we have to be willing to be honest and say when everything's not fine. (laughs) And, but, but really like, not just on a surface level, but really be like, yeah, I'm, I'm really having a hard time. I'm really, I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. Cause we would do it if it was one of our kids. Yes. If one of our kids was struggling, like we would, we would reach out and be like, what's going on? Help us, you know, pray for me, give me your advice. Like, you know, but when, if it's ourselves, it's hard. Yeah. Yep. It's like a plague of itself amongst moms is Mm -hmm. to continue to just put ourselves on the back burner. And I, it's so funny to me how I feel selfish, like, nope, I'm not handling, you know, the days where I told my kids, I'm, I'm taking time. I've got to process this. You guys are okay. Like, I just need a couple of days. I've, I had to fight feeling selfish, um, which is so, like, it was the most selfless thing I could do was to get myself healthy, but Mm -hmm. I still felt selfish and, and guilty that, you know, Jim had, I was like, I'm sorry, you have to come home and handle everything, you know? And he's like, are you crazy? This is good. You're fine. But I still have the guilt. And it's so silly that you feel like you have to apologize to the father of your children. <laughs> right. <laughs> or asking him to be the father. Yeah. I do yeah. the same. Which he, I, he, they're, which they're they totally, totally want to do. Exactly. I do the same thing. Yeah. Okay, it's, just, it's just in us. It is. Or you feel guilty when they have to put in a little bit of extra effort when they totally would. Sometimes it's just, we don't let them. Yeah. We feel like we have to do it all. Yeah. Yep. And then we wonder why we crumble. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you did it to yourself. No. Yep. You do. Yep. You just got to ask for help. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to ask for help and to admit that you, you don't got it all. Like, yeah. Or even know, like recognize when you don't like for me, uh, that's the thing. It's, it's stopping and taking the time to recognize how I'm feeling if I'm overwhelmed, why am I overwhelmed? You know, like just take the time throughout the day to check in with yourself. Like, yeah, it's as simple as that. Sometimes we're going to get there. We're going to figure it out. We will. Yeah. And we'll do it together. Yes. We will kindly remind each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kindness is good. Sometimes a swift swift kick in the booty is sometimes required, but in love. (laughs) Yep. Well, there was no like major. We just needed a good girl time today so yeah just a little check-in yeah I think that I'm just glad to I feel very grateful to have a chance to catch my breath and I'm definitely still in the middle of all this like I I fully 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 recognize that I I'm still figuring all of this out and mm-hmm. like, but I'm just grateful to be in that process, like to be getting better mm-hmm. and not even just staying the same, but mm-hmm. definitely I needed to, <laughs> I needed something. So I'm, I'm glad that yeah. even if it's baby steps, like you're stepping forward. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. And then I don't know. We'll probably will take a week break. We'll see. 
I come okay. home. Well, yeah, we'll just see. If you don't hear from us next week, it's just because I got stuck in the woods and refused to come home. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, because Sunday's Father's Day. Yeah. So yeah. hug your hug your baby daddies. Yes. Yeah. We give, could have done a Father's Day. Loving. You know that you know that's all they want for Father's Day. Yeah. Well, my husband would like to play golf and have a little loving. That's really all. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be, we're gonna watch baseball and we're gonna be in our uh, trailer, so there might not be any loving. Oh yeah, that's a good call. If the tra- if the trailers are rocking, <laughs> you know the rest. <laughs> Send the kids on a real long walk. <laughs> nah, just a short one. <laughs> on that note, have a happy Father's Day. <laughs> you know I had to go there. Always. Always. <laughs>